0: Welcome to Creature Crunch, the podcast where we import a creature from exotic South America and unleash it upon you, the listening audience. My name is Matt. And I am the world's worst spider effect shot. And yeah, we're doing Arachnophobia, a movie that I've been wanting to do for a little while now. Yeah. I tend to do that a lot. You do, I don't know why. Where I just, I I get a movie I want to do... And, and then, then you it takes, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, and then I don't do it for one reason or another, but hey, I did it this time. Okay. Um yeah, uh I remember this movie growing up as a kid because uh I had a level of arachnophobia mm-hmm. growing up. I still kind of do, although I have come to terms with a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm to the point now where spiders can exist and I'm okay with that <laughs> as long as they exist within like Outside of a like a three foot proximity to me, then we're okay. We're we're all good, and you know. they can just they can do them, and I can be me, and we're all good. Also, don't you dare surprise me, spiders. I don't like that. I don't like surprises.
1: I, on the other hand, fucking love
0: spiders. <laughs> yeah, spiders. You you adore them. Uh-huh. <laughs> they're my one of my favorite creatures. They're they're really cool. Mm-hmm. I I I can respect them, but I did have um I did have arachnophobia, and and it's funny because uh. Like in this movie, our protagonist has arachnophobia, right? And he likens it back to when an incident when he was a child, and in a pretty innocuous situation for the yeah. spider. Similarly to me, actually, that's oh, kind yeah? of where mine came from. Like, um, when I was a kid, maybe not not as young as, as mm-hmm. two years old, um, but uh, I I would have a, a cup of water at night, mm-hmm. and I had to have a straw, okay, and one night evidently a spider had crawled into said straw oh no <laughs> and when I took a drink that next There's morning, a spider in your yeah, mouth. yeah it, it bit this it, and it bit me it Ooh. bit my the inside of my mouth yeah um and ever since then no 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 spiders please yeah. um and that was the only like unfortunate experience I've ever had with them mm-hmm. uh but it was enough to yeah I'm good I mean then again I also just don't generally enjoy creepy crawlies yeah like you give something with more than 4 legs really starts getting my skin to crawl <laughs> so um
1: they've got really fucking cute faces like if you zoom in close to them they have like
0: puppy dog faces <laughs> I, I i i've seen it in like jumping spiders i can understand yeah, yeah. the jumping spiders jumping spiders are adorable yeah they are they are pretty cute beyond that no i'm I'm, gonna i'm gonna have to agree to disagree on that (laughs) they uh just thinking about it let me just put it this way the close-up shots of the spider in this movie uh uh, do not do me any favors but um i
1: I got a little itchy on some of the scenes where there's just a ton of spiders yeah just because that's what it's designed to do yeah yeah so I, i remember this movie coming out i remember like the marketing blitz for this movie and I remember watching it, but I remember the ending very differently. I remember there being a giant spider. Sure. And not like a bigger than average spider. Yeah. And I, I don't know if that was just me as a little kid. Like, oh, God, this spider's huge. Wow. Right. Or it was just, uh, you know, me misremembering it entirely. Yeah. But I, I remember this movie coming out. I remember my parents going to see this movie in the theaters. Wow. Which is weird for them, because they don't normally go and see horror movies. Sure. This isn't really a horror movie. This is an animal attacks movie along the lines of Jaws. Yes. Just not as good as Jaws.
0: <laughs> Arguably, no. <laughs> a little bit a little fallen short. But... Like
1: the, the thing about Jaws is when the shark didn't work, they kept it off camera. Uh-huh. And when the spiders don't work, they're right in front of camera.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well... You know, um, yeah, I, I remember this movie. I don't remember it specifically coming out, but I do remember it being on TV and stuff. And I, it took a while for me to actually be able to sit down and watch the whole movie because of the aforementioned arachnophobia. Like the two scenes that I specifically remember were any scene in the barn, especially earlier in the movie. And then the speed, the, the scene of, um, the spider crawling into the doctor's shoe. Those oh. are the two big ones that I'd remembered. And when I watched that, I was just like, yeah, I'm good. Nope. <laughs> I'm nope. out. <laughs> yeah, peace. I'm, And and uh, it took a lot of time for me to finally sit down and watch it. Um, and then after that, the only thing I always remembered was uh, <laughs> was the spiders stalking through a burning building like a slasher. Like, yeah. <laughs> which is incredible. But um, but I, I digress. Yeah. Um, if you haven't seen this movie, I, I recommend checking it out. It, it's entertaining, I think. Uh, personally, I, I enjoyed this movie. I was a little harder on it. Yeah, I noticed your notes. <laughs> it was a little discouraging, but
1: I like. I, I was harder on it, and also I gotta admit, I was just not in the mood to watch a, a mean spider movie. Right. Like I was real fucking tired when I watched it, and <laughs> I was just like, okay, let's. It was more. It's less like, oh, I'm gonna watch a movie, and more like, oh, let's get this over with. Right. Right. <laughs>
0: Um, I gotta
1: fucking pay for this shit.
0: <laughs> now, I I enjoy this movie a lot though. Um, so I was pretty excited. I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say it's good. It's not necessarily a good movie. It's not a terrible movie. No, it's but... it's
1: for what it is. It's
0: fine. Yeah, I've seen much worse animal
1: attacks movies. I've seen much worse spider movies.
0: Right. Um, as always, spoiler alerts for the future on this. I mean, thirty. 40 year old 30 year old 30 30. 32 year old 33 year old movie it
1: came out after i was born and i am not quite 40 years old yet matt um it came out in
0: 1990 1990 yeah i remember 30 yeah i know i'm just really bad at year math yeah Yeah, so uh anyway spoiler alert for this 33 year old movie there you go and um but i mean i don't know if there's really anything in in it that warrants caution of spoilers There's, but
1: if you if you know how animal attack movies work you, this is not yeah.
0: going to surprise you in any way yeah uh so let's dive in um so the movie was directed by frank marshall who has a bigger career in producing movies than rather than directing them but he also did direct congo oh that's a feather in his cap uh-huh um that's probably <laughs> congo is like his biggest one Ugh. and then this is his sorry. second i think <laughs> Um, it was written by Dan Jacoby, who wrote the screenplay for Life Force hey, yeah. and Evolution. So, um, And it was also co-written by Al Williams, who uh, apparently did nothing else ever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to assume that the parts I didn't like came from him,
1: and the better <laughs> stuff came from Don Jacoby, because I like those other two movies.
0: Um, you you're not, you not, can do that. And, I mean, Al Williams l- did not get any more Hollywood yeah. work at all. What was all. he going to do, argue with me? Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> The movie was originally written within a very, like, serious tone, and was a, mm-hmm. kind of a real cookie-cutter horror movie, like, even more so than it turned out to be. Yeah. Um, but Jeff Daniels and uh, Frank Marshall, after bringing on Daniels, obviously, um, kind of went through and refined the script while taking a lot of inspiration from Alfred Hitchcock's Birds. Uh, the Birds? Yeah. Yeah. And also Jaws, in order to give the movie a little bit more of an ironic and comedic tone. Yeah, I can see that. Which definitely, to me, works in its favor. Mm-hmm. Because how can you take a slasher movie kind of style spider yeah. seriously? Like, the shots of the spider like, clearly plotting revenge and... Pl- and or when they just uh, fucking stalk the family out of the house. Uh-huh. <laughs> It's, it's like, how do you take that seriously? Yeah, So yeah. I'm glad that they, they went that direction. And personally, I think that Jeff Daniels brings a lot to this role. Well, Jeff Daniels is good. <laughs> you know, Jeff Daniels is awesome, but um, <laughs> but he brings a lot to this movie, mm-hmm. and he's very enjoyable in this movie, in my opinion. Um, great pains were taken to ensure the safety and the well-being of all the spiders on the set. That's a relief, because like, mm-hmm.
1: watching some of this movie, is like, oh, no, like.
0: I bet they really abused the spiders because nobody cares about spiders. No, and... they they really like oh, great pains were taken. Like that's good. Um, any scenes where like you see a book smashing a spider or somebody stepping on a spider, uh-huh. uh huh, they had that like in. For example, the big example that I kept coming across was in the movie John Goodman. Um, yeah, his character steps on a spider. Well, his shoe had a hole in the bottom that was lightly padded with like like a very soft foam rubber. Mm-hmm. Um, that way. They could do film the scene and then, of course, edit it to where right. it looked like he's squishing it, but really the spider was just happy and fine okay, right afterwards. Um, the scene where the spider goes down the drain in the tub, mm-hmm. um, it was a false drain, and as soon as the spider went down, they had they had a um, um, an animal control. The animal control people—they're uh-huh. basically there to catch the spider and quickly get it out of the water okay. as safely as possible. Um, they minimized the amount of water that was on the spiders. Anytime you see a dead spider, it was um, an already dead spider that had okay. died of natural causes. That's good. That's so, good. no, they—they they did real. They did their due diligence.
1: Yeah, with that's this. that's a big relief from watching this because mm-hmm. I was just.
0: I was dreading, like... <laughs> right, right.
1: <laughs> they killed, like, 40,000 spiders to make this movie or no, something. No,
0: they, they, they really did their, their work on this. Yeah, that's um, good. And, in fact, most of, like, the trivia that you find in this movie is also referencing not just the spiders, uh-huh. but all of the other animals okay. to ensure that the the audience knows, no, these were fake. No okay. no animals, spiders included, came to harm, good. period. That's... Um, in order to get the spiders to do what they wanted, because mm-hmm. spiders, you know, can't be trained. Not really, Well uh, Famously no. can't be trained. Um, entomologists used various techniques to move and guide them along um, and around on the camera, uh, which included things like vibrating wires, because the spiders wouldn't cross over right. them, um, and using Lemon Pledge furniture wax, which the spiders also refused to walk huh. on. So Weird. they just kind of coded, strategically coded things to make sure that the spiders didn't go where they didn't want them to go. So. Yeah, okay. Um, but uh, other than that, yeah, it was it was pretty well done. Um, I mean, the movie did receive a lot of criticism in that it did paint spiders in a pretty negative light, right? In much the same way <laughs> Jaws, Jaws did, did for the sharks. Yep. But it, it was so it was kind of a huge relief, even to me, that yeah they they really did their best to make sure the spiders were har- unharmed, right? So. Uh, the movie opens up with an entomologist named James Atherton, who's played by Julius, Julian Sands. Mm-hmm. Um, he's meeting with a nature photographer, Jerry Manley, played by Mark L. Taylor, to head into the South American jungle. And Manley does not want to be there. Manly has nothing to do with this. Yeah, Manley is the type of character who evidently can't stand his job. Yeah, yeah. He complains about it constantly and is just miserable the entire time like i had that note too where it's just like mr manley doesn't seem to want to be doing this job at all um his most concerning complaints are about killer bugs and killer frogs yeah (laughs) we're also in venezuela with um and atherton calls the locals indians so that's great thanks 1990 yeah um but um they start trudging through the uh, the forest and uh, or the jungle, and Manly bumbles his way into a massive spider web, uh, which is also one of the me- scenes that sticks in my memory. Because, I can see that, yeah. God, that would that would get my hackles up. <laughs> yeah. Um. But they eventually come to this big tree, and Atherton and his team use like a uh, it's I guess supposed to be like a numbing agent. Yeah. Um. To kind of smoke out the tree, and it starts raining bugs, including some real big spiders. And lots of butterflies. Lots of butterflies and things. Um evidently most of these were either already dead insects or just fake Props. insects. Yeah. yeah. I just like wanted to imagine the
1: stagehands like standing up in either the tree or like the rafters of the set or whatever and just tossing down handfuls of <laughs> dead bugs. I mean, that's what they were doing. <laughs> yeah. Like if um, you think about it like that, it's really funny. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um one of the trivia that I was looking at uh, was talking about the physics of this, mm-hmm. where uh, this is definitely not how things work. They don't. Right. They don't do that because uh, they were saying that tarantulas will, and I quote, "If they fall like a certain distance, and I think it was like thirty feet, uh-huh. they will shatter." Oh yeah, <laughs> it's like, wow. Okay. <laughs> um. So we're already taking some quite. Big liberties with this movie, which um, the movie will take full advantage of, right? Yeah. By the end of this, but um, uh, but one of these big spiders is still alive and, and antagoni- it antagonizes Manly, who squashes it. Um, and um, Atherton begins berating him for it, and then we cut to another spider watching and planning its revenge. It literally is. <laughs> That's, that is what it is doing. <laughs> Um, this spider will be our um, our main antagonist, our primary antagonist for the movie. Uh, later called the General, um, it's actually a bird eating tarantula that was named Big Bob after Robert Zemeckis. Okay. So, um, the production team painted purple stripes on its back and gave him a prosthetic abdomen to make him look even bigger and bulkier. All right, and that's that's going to be our our boy. Um, and for those who don't know, bird eating tarantulas are one of the two biggest, like known. They're, they're tarantulas. tarantulas that eat birds. They're I mean. <laughs> huge. <laughs> I guess there's only one. I forget which one what it was called, but there's like one other tarantula that's mm-hmm. bigger than this. But um, at the time, I guess this was the only bird eating tarantula in in America. At the oh time. wow! Yeah, so and it became a movie star. Yep, big Good Bob. for him. <laughs> um or her probably. Yeah. Well, uh well, I mean, I don't know. Who knows. Well, carting away their specimens, uh the spider jumps into their gear because it needs to plan out its attack. Yeah. Um and back at camp, Manly lays down because apparently he's had a fever th- for the past few days and he's kind of still suffering from it. Um and the spider Executes its master
1: plan. See, I thought the implication was the spider had already bit him at that point, and that's why he had the fever. But no, the the venom from this spider kills you instantly. It's pretty quick. It <laughs> is very instantaneous. This is the most venomous creature on earth. <sighs> yes. It you is. die within
0: seconds. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> um Yeah. Uh it's it's pretty gnarly, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> which which is what makes the spider unique in in the eyes of this movie. Like spiders aren't like nothing is generally supposed to be this venomous but this spider is very much so and that and that again kind of comes into play in the movie when later on when they're like we think it's a spider bite and they're like no no spiders kill that fast Mm -hmm. or you'd have to be bit hundreds of times yeah um like one of the characters even mentions is like i i know somebody who fell into a black widow's nest and got bit a bunch and Uh they were fine um And he's like, the only fatality that I know of was from an infant that got bit by a black woman. So so that's kind of the point, which I I appreciate. Um, But uh, yeah, the spider executes its plan, which is to bite Manly, who dies very quickly and evidently very painfully. Yeah, yeah. Uh, The spider hitches a ride with his body as it's being um, carted back to America, where it escapes at the funeral home and heads outside. Um, It scares a a cat and a dog and... uh, A crow ends up grabbing it and flies it over to Jeff Daniels' new house, where the spider kills the crow and is loosed upon um, Jeff Daniels, uh, his character's name is Ross, uh, his new family home. Mm -hmm. Um, Ross's son, Tommy, who's played by Garrett Ratliff Henson, uh, finds a spider in a box, and Ross has to have his wife, Molly, played by Harley Jane Kozak, Remove the offender to the barn, where um, our main big Bob, the mm-hmm. general, has also made its home. During this scene, we learn that Ross has arachnophobia. Pretty
1: acute arachnophobia. Too. Yeah,
0: yeah, he's pretty. Like at first, it's presented like you know, he 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 sits down, like his son comes in, and he's just like, "Hey, Dad, there's a big spider in there," and his dad's like, "Listen, you know, listen, Tommy, we gotta, we're in the country now. You're gonna have to get used to this. We'll get your mom to take care of." it. <laughs> what? What's wrong?
1: why well, with the box? This spider.
0: Spider, okay.
1: It came spider. at me. It was ugly. Bigger than this. Okay, all right, calm down. Just, you're in the country now. Okay? Come on, let's go find that spider. And let's find your mom to take care of that
0: spider. Right. <laughs> it's really yeah. funny. It's a funny line. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Uh, but we see that the uh, the offending spider and the general meet, and sparks fly.
1: Yeah. Uh, they get to
0: fucking...
1: Yep. <laughs> Someone's getting his Petty Paps wet. <laughs> Petty-pops petty wet.
0: That's a hard word to say. <laughs> you chose it. Yeah. Um. Which, of course, in the real world, couldn't happen. But no. whatever. Not like this anyway. Definitely not. Uh, like spiders have... Uh, spiders of differing species have wildly different uh, right. reproductive organs. So Right. Uh, yeah, this wouldn't work. But it does in this movie. So, yeah. whatever.
1: I think the idea they were going for is something like Africanized honeybees, where it's like, this is a... This type of honeybee that made it with something in this area that's compatible with it and right. made something more vicious. But it's no, these are two entirely different species. This is like, I don't know, a dog and a fox having a baby. Right, right, exactly.
0: Um, we're <laughs> just gonna have to deal with it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it, it's definitely taking some more liberties, mm-hmm. and the movie is still not done with that. But no, we'll get to gosh, that. No, gosh, no. Um, but Ross and his family moved to the country to take over the local doctor's practice because Ross is a doctor. Um, yep. But uh, we quickly learned that the previous doctor, Dr. Metcalf, played by Henry Jones, uh, he's, he's changed his mind about retiring and he's, he's just not going to do it. He, oh, is he is such a dick. He's an... Asshole in this movie, yeah. Like, he is this guy is an absolute monster. (laughs) Uh huh. The the implication and uh, kind of reading between the lines is that it's supposed to be that he's pretty jealous of the new doctor, right? Oh, yeah, he's being replaced. And and uh, a big part of this is that this is a small town with a small town mentality, and it really drives that home very well, yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, everybody's stuck in their ways, everybody knows everybody else, and they don't mm-hmm. trust outsiders necessarily. And, I mean, it's not, like, thrown in your face, but it's it's, it's definitely, definitely present, there, yeah. and I, I thought that was a really good... Like, I think they do a good job of that in this movie. Ross has a pretty good sense of humor about the situation, even though he realizes, like, him, him and his wife are, like... Are,
1: like, completely fucked at this point. <laughs> yeah, we're,
0: like, we're doomed. We don't... we can't afford anything. His wife had left a good job... I thought she was a photographer at first, that's, later on. Yeah, where she pulls out the camera and starts yeah. taking
1: pictures and stuff, but I guess that's just a hobby of hers. Yeah,
0: I, I forget what he said she was. She's a stockbroker. Like, stockbroker, that's yeah. what it was, yeah. But, you know, she had to leave her job in order to do this, and whatever. Um, But we learn that he is a much better doctor than Dr. Metcalf.
1: Well, that doesn't Metcalf. take much, because it sounds like he, uh, Metcalf's kind of been coasting on his laurels for the past 20 years or so.
0: Yeah, jo- Um. Yeah, because uh, Jeff Jeff Daniels uh, Ross, because Ross meets an older woman named Margaret Hollins, who's played by Mary Carver, um, who basically immediately throws Metcalf under the bus. It's just yeah. like, yeah, no, he no, he sucks. <laughs> he's a hack. He's been having me take this this medication <laughs> for blood high blood pressure. Uh-huh. He's um, more concerned
1: about his public relations and actually making people better.
0: Yeah, and and like he should have retired like decades ago. <laughs> yeah. He's he's stuck in his old ways. And like Margaret is like um or Ross is like, Margaret, you don't need to take these pills. You're fine. She's yeah. like, Alright, they're gone. So um and she she tells uh, Chels Ross about how, when Metcalf had first come to the community, he had thrown a big party and got the town to know and trust mm-hmm. him. And so she's like, Hey, I'm going to do the same for you. I'm gonna throw a big party at my house and you're, oh, I'm your neighbor. Cause coincidence bring me, you know, we're going to do this. Um, meanwhile, um, uh, Molly goes to the barn to take pictures of spider webs, I guess. Like I said, I, I thought she was a photographer. Yeah. For no, she just but, likes doing it. Yeah. But and it's a big, weird spider web. It's a huge spider web in the barn. Um, But uh, that night at dinner, he tells Molly about the party while the kids run off to play with the neighbor uh, Bunny, who's played by Theo Schwartz. Um, And uh, Bunny's family, we will get to know pretty good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But we were introduced by Bunny with, hey, want to go blow up a bullfrog?
1: What do you bet they're going to go chase fireflies or something?
0: (laughs) Want to blow up a bullfrog? Okay. This kid sucks. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. And we, as they're talking, um, Molly is like, tells Ross about the big spider web and she's like, Hey, you got to go check it out. And, and I mean, I know this is 1990, but I feel like Molly isn't as understanding about Ross's phobia as I feel she should be. Yeah. (laughs) Come on spouse. Be better. Um, and this is where he tells the story about when he was two and had a harrowing encounter with a spider which gave him his phobia. Mm-hmm. It was just like a probably a daddy long legs, as they said, but it was just kind of a vivid memory in his etched in his brain where he was just terrified of it. And yep. to me, I relate to it. It's like, yeah, I get it. Um and I'm glad that it wasn't like some BS like I think I feel movies would try to do nowadays where it's like my father was killed by a spider. Oh. It was snuck into his shoe, and <laughs> the spider that's... had a gun. Yeah. <laughs> spider, my, the spider shot down my parents in an alleyway, <laughs> <laughs>
1: and thus I became the thing that I fear most:
0: spider- Spider-Man. Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> um, they uh, they attempt the typical '90s approach to phobias by making that person directly face their fears, right? Which
1: is not what you're. No, it's not. It's yeah. not a
0: good way of going about well, it. No, that but... doesn't work. 1990s didn't know any better or care, um, but things things go okay until Ross is attacked by a web rat, and then it's things go horribly right. Yeah, <laughs> and again, the movie wants the uh, the behind the scenes wants me to um, ensure that I know that that rat is fake. Okay, cool. um,
1: <laughs> they didn't actually have a spider
0: murderer rat. <laughs> <laughs> um. During, uh, later, later on, we cut to the party where, um, everybody's mingling and learning, you know, meeting Ross. And meanwhile, a writhing nest of spiders hatches. It's, well, once again, pretty gross. Yep. Um, these spiders are actually Avondale spiders, which oh, really? is, uh, uh, they're a spider that originated from New Zealand, hmm. uh, and are perfectly harmless to humans. They, they pose zero threat. Yeah. Um, but they were brought in and that's what we see. All right, they then. were all handled very carefully and well on set. Um, <laughs> we have a real, real good line moment. I didn't write down uh, timestamps time this time, but uh, where during the party um, you see like Ross and his wife are speaking to uh, Bunny's parents, um, the Beechwoods. Um, I think it's his wife is just like, "What's Bunny showing them over there?" And it cuts to yeah. a show Bunny. Body slamming Tommy into the ground. And her dad's like, oh, oh Green Beret hand-to-hand te- combat techniques. <laughs> What's Bunny showing them over there? It's hey! Green Beret hand-to-hand combat techniques. <laughs> like, like... <laughs> these people are supposed to be unlikable, yeah. but in the best way. And I adore it. It's, yeah, it's so really hilarious. Um, and this scene, this whole party scene really helps to, like, establish all of that. Uh-huh. Because, like, they're clearly idiots and it's amazing um Henry Beachwood uh who's played by Peter Jason explains that his son is in the Bro- is the Broncos star quarterback and that he himself coaches the team and that was which, very confusing. Yeah, it was very very confusing for me to, it turns out later on that the Broncos is a the, local
1: it's, it's not it's the
0: the Broncos. It's not the it's Denver Bron- Broncos. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's it's the local high school's football team. Yeah, yeah. I think the 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 screenwriters should have thought that through a little bit more yeah. but whatever. Because I was confused. And I mean, <laughs> maybe it's because I'm biased because we live in Colorado. But right, right. Still. It was very, very funny. Um, but uh, but yeah, he's like, you know, he's the star quarterback. And uh, I myself coach the team. And, and <laughs> Ross's wife is like, kind of just. I taught him to throw a football before he could walk. Mm. I coach the team. Nepotism, huh? Actually, we're Baptists. Okay. It's the best. Like, it's a good I, thought, <laughs> I thought that was fucking hilarious. Um, but anyway, uh, so the party goes off without, relatively without a hitch. Uh, but after the party, we see that one of these spiders has infiltrated Margaret's home, and it strikes her when she reaches for the lamp, um, killing her dead instantly. Mm-hmm. The next morning, Ross finds her body, and Sheriff Parsons, who's played by Stuart Pankin, um, and Dr. Metcalf, blame him for taking her off of the blood pressure meds. And they refused to give her an autopsy because of Set in the Old Ways. Right. So it looks like it was Ross's fault. Um, And, like,
1: apparently no one in this town has ever even heard of autopsies.
0: Like... Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> the way everyone acts, that it's, like, some sort of arcane, insane thing that only a butcher would do.
0: <laughs> right, yeah. Well, it's, again, it's that small-town mentality of, like, nothing terrible happens here, nothing right. weird happens here. You know, the, these people die, and... We need to respect their their bodies, you know. Yeah. Almost a very religious overtone. It really is. Um, which I'm I'm glad they didn't actually push too much, uh-huh. but you get that. You definitely get that feeling, uh-huh. especially with the, the the we're Baptists line. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, yeah, we have a that that's kind of establishing all of that. Um, meanwhile, uh, while uh, Ross is trying to set up his his uh, basement a cellar as kind of a wine cellar it seems like he's kind of a connoisseur of sorts right um but it seems like all of the wood is just really rotten and he's he suspects they're termites so Mm -hmm. molly calls an exterminator uh to take care of the termites and we get our john goodman in the movie yep um john goodman uh plays delbert the exterminator uh delbert was originally going to be played by john candy Mm. Um, but Steven Spielberg insisted on Goodman instead because they had just worked together, and right. Spielberg was very happy with Goodman. So I, I I like Goodman,
1: but John Candy could have been good in that role too. Yeah, yeah, he would have been. I'm mean, it, it's either fine. one, Either's either is fine. One, yeah, yeah I,
0: I like John Goodman, I like John Candy. Uh-huh. So, but uh, John Goodman says uh, nope, no termites, just bad wood. <laughs> and I I enjoy John Goodman's performance and role in this movie. It's it's very fun. <laughs>
1: I like how he suddenly becomes a main character at the end of the movie.
0: <laughs> he is, <laughs> but uh, yeah, because you think he's just kind of a throwaway character, right? At this point. Yeah, it's
1: like aha, like, uh-huh, it's John Goodman. You know him from Roseanne. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and 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 now he's playing kind of a nerdy, geeky exterminator guy. Yeah, so he'll show but, up for like one scene. Yep, no, nope. no, he becomes a main character at the end yep, of the movie. <laughs> he's kind kind of a hero character in the end yeah. of the movie, but um. So anyway, uh, then we fu- we cut uh, because after Ross lost his only patient, um, Mr. Beechwood, uh, kind of like trying to help him out, is like, "Hey, you know what? My my so- my football team need uh they need a physical. Right, come help out help out with that." So um, they head over there, and we learn that um, as the two of them are talking, that they haven't been hearing the crickets lately, which was a kind of a draw to the. The country because you know, replacing right yeah. car sounds with cricket sounds, but no crickets lately. Ooh, ominous. Because apparently, them spiders work real fast, they're hungry. <laughs> um, and that's when we learned that, yeah, the Broncos is the local football team, and that's when it finally clicked to me. It's like, yeah, oh. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I don't know why <laughs> earlier in the movie, I was like, I don't know why we're suddenly throwing the Denver Broncos in here in this country yokel is the <laughs> Is this in Colorado? Yeah, I was this? baffled. But um but yeah, Ross gives the, the team their quick physical and and then watches the practice. Um but we see a spider crawl into one of the players' helmets and it murder bites the boy. Yep. Bites um, him directly into the brain. <laughs> uh Dr. Metcalf and Ross start butting heads about what should be done. Um and Metcalf seems to have final say doing due to being um just kind of the, the foremost, like, authority in, in medicine here in the town mm-hmm. and being stuck in their old ways. Um, and it starts to look like because the the football player had just been seen by Dr. Ross that, or by by Ross, that uh, Ross is kind of to blame. Yeah. And rumors start flying around that Ross is called Dr. Death and uh, that he wants to cut everybody up um since just because he wants some autopsies, right? Because he wants and to know. No one what in this town
1: actually, has ever heard of an autopsy. Yeah, he he
0: he wants these autopsies. He's like, this is weird. These people are in perfectly good health, and now they're suddenly just dying. Yeah, of a heart attack or whatever. Like, um, but uh, and and we really get that like Metcalf just being this super douchey antagonist to Ross. Uh, but that night, a spider crawls into Metcalf's slipper, and Murder by Tim. Mm-hmm. Um, and in an ironic twist of fate. As he's dying, he he thinks he's having a, a seizure, and he tells his wife like call Ross. Yeah. <laughs> um. But uh, after he dies, they they bring in uh Milton Briggs, uh who I who's played by James Handy, and I had no idea who this guy was supposed to be until I finally looked it up. Well after watching the movie, and he's the county coroner. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I missed that in the movie. I had no idea who this guy was. <laughs> he's
1: like, just someone walking around eating a sandwich. <laughs> well, he just he
0: shows up and it's just like he starts like um, talking to Ross like with authority and like agreeing with Ross. And he's like, Ross is like, "Hey, we need to get those bodies exhumed and autopsied. And he's just like, "Yes, let's do that." And I'm like, "Who the fuck are you?" <laughs> <laughs> he's the guy who can do that. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But um, but yeah, they they end up br- having the bodies exhumed and checked, and uh, of course they learn that. Hey, there are spider bites on these bodies. Uh-huh. Uh that night Ross's daughter Shelly heads uh over to Bunny's house to have a sleepover. Um, and Ross advises the girls to be wary of the spiders because he find out, you know, yeah. that's what killed these people, but they laugh it off because Doctor Death. Um and then we have a weird scene that go I I guess this is supposed to be a, a suspenseful, like right. almost kill scene where they're Telling each other scary spider nursery rhymes. Well,
1: they're, they're just doing like, you know, Miss Muffet and Itsy Bitsy Spider. But
0: whenever they say the word spider, they shout. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, oh, you know, my dad said to keep be wary of spiders. So they're just having fun with it. But um, uh, they haven't uh, unwittingly have a close call with one of the deadly spiders. The scene goes nowhere else nope. after that, and and that's it. I don't, okay. I don't even think we see either character again. Like if I don't we know. do, maybe briefly. Yeah, but. have a scene where ross is looking at entomologists trying to find experts to help him out with this and he finds out that the foremost leading uh expert is is uh, atherton um so he prepares he he circles atherton's name is going to call him and we get a, a jump scare with a cricket you know those crickets that are silent all over
1: yep Oh they're they're keeping quiet cuz the the spiders are looking Yeah, they for know. Them. They're witness protection.
0: <laughs> they're trying to keep a low profile. Yeah. Um but meanwhile we see that the spiders are moving into his basement. Yep. Uh Ross calls Atherton who doesn't seem interested until he realizes that the town that Ross was in was also home to the late Manly. Which um TV tropes was saying that like this is a huge coincidence. Mhm. But it's not because, because that's where the spider that's, came from. Yeah, like, yeah. That, like, that's the... No, whatever, doesn't matter. Um, but uh, Atherton, who's apparently too busy, sends his assistant Chris Collins, played by Brian McNamara, in his stead, um, who also seems skeptical that a single spider bite could kill these people, because mm-hmm. he's he's the one of the ones that's like, no, I've... Like, this entomologist is like, I've only seen one spider-related yeah. re- fatality in an infant. That's it. Yeah. Um, but um, and then we. I also had to know like this is the second time. But we also have that the trope where the mortician is eating while examining the bodies. Yeah, in well, the first he's scene he has even a really sandwich, doing it. He's just there well, <laughs> in the first in the first scene. He has the yeah. sandwich in the se- In this scene, he has the chips. But yeah, I mean he's not doing anything other than being you know, there, being there, and, and clearly in charge of the bodies. But yeah. we had to have that trope in there. And then they finally do find the evidence of the spider bites on the other victims, mm-hmm. and uh, Collins now realizing that no spiders did do this they calls atherton in and uh atherton's like i want a live specimen try to get me one yeah because that's fascinating so the next day ross collins briggs and the sheriff all search metcalf's house for spiders and um and uh sheriff parsons finds it dead in a cereal box
1: because he's decided to raid the pantry (laughs) while everyone else is looking for stuff because he
0: still doesn't believe there's no spiders raid the pantry of the the recently deceased man yeah, and his still living wife. <laughs> yeah, the sheriff's an asshole. <laughs> and then we have a an uncomfortable scare scene in close call with yeah with Beachwood and his daughter I in the shower. Really didn't
1: need to have a close up of a spider going between a teenage girl's breasts. But hey, here we are. I guess that, that's
0: where we live now in the 1990s.
1: Oh, like they wouldn't do that nowadays.
0: <laughs> but um, yeah. It, it's another, it, it, I would say, a pointless scare scene, other than this is also trying to establish that the Beechwoods' home is very much in, infested and mm-hmm. is kind of a reason for them to call John Goodman in. Mm-hmm. So, um, meanwhile, Ross and Collins capture one of the spiders in uh, Metcalf's house. And, uh, like I said, we get Beechwood calling John Goodman in. Um, let's see. Atherton arrives and, using science, discovers where the spider likely came from and what is happening. Um, deducing that it mated with a domestic female, produced an army of sexless soldiers, and will soon uh, the the female, the queen, as it is, will soon produce a wave of spiders that can reproduce and spread spread like a pandemic. Which spiders? None of this spiders. Yeah. None, no. No, no, no spider not... species known in existence has a monarchic. They're not. They're not like bees or ants. Yeah. 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 They don't do this, but. You whatever.
1: Rarely find a colony of spiders. Like there's, uh, there's, there's like a
0: few. There are a couple, but again, they don't, they don't have like soldier spiders or yeah. They don't have hierarchies. And... They're no, just hey, just... here's a bunch of spiders. Yeah, <laughs> and spiders tend to be very territorial with each other yeah, yeah. and very re- like reclusive. But whatever, it's a movie. Mm-hmm. Um but they do collectively decide that they need to find and kill the original male, um, AKA the general as soon as possible. Um, and they begin their search at the funeral home, deducing that the spider had hitched a ride with Manley's body. Um, but, uh, but Kendall, the funeral man, um, who was eating in the previous scenes played by Roy Brocksmith and his wife played by Blair Kinney, who I didn't realize was in this movie. <laughs> um, they uh they disconnected their phone to watch the of fortune cuz that's important. Yeah. Um, so they can't be reached and they are murder bitten by a spider. <laughs> um Atherton meanwhile sees the picture that Molly took of the spider web and realizes that that's likely where the nest actually is is in their barn and he has the sheriff take him to the Ross's place and uh then sends the sheriff away. Um, this is the last we see of the sheriff. Yep. Goodbye, sheriff. Um, I guess there was a, a scene filmed where the sheriff is bitten by a spider on his way, and uh, which causes him to crash his cruiser. But the scene was cut and ah. didn't make it. So okay. So that's why we don't see him anymore. Because <laughs> he's dead. He is dead. He is canonically dead. <laughs> okay. Um. But uh, meanwhile, they um, Ross and Collins uh, head over to the Kendall's house. Find their bodies, and then they triangulate the nest's location to his house because all of the the deaths have occurred in a little circular pattern around his house. <laughs> the they spider can, has a pattern. Yeah. <laughs> well, they they do even say like the spider will spread in a web-like formation. It's sure. Like. Sure. Sure, man. Yeah. Huh. But then they draw the map, and it's just like no, it's proximity. Yeah. Look, all of the it's a circle of them, and in the center is your house.
1: Web-like, <laughs> and if he does it two more times, it'll make a smiley
0: face. <laughs> it's a yeah, it's a it's a it's a nautical or, or a, nautilus nautilus yeah, it's a nautilus pattern. N- nautilus pattern. <laughs> the next the next place he's gonna strike is oh, the jewelry store. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the spiders breaking in the buildings
0: from behind. Now that. <laughs> That might have been, like, I would have, I want to see a spider movie, like a horror spider movie, where the spiders are just, like, actual criminals. Like, not just, not just murders, but, like, yeah, like. Yeah, committing credit card fraud and. (laughs) Bank heists. Arson. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, we get a little bit of that in this. I don't think it's the spider's fault. fault, but. Yeah, yeah, let's let's get a, let's get the movie where the spiders are committing arson. Yeah, Grand what, Theft Auto. What I'm basically saying is, I want arachnophobia and Gremlins to have a crossover. Right.
1: <laughs> God, why didn't? Why isn't this more like Gremlins? <laughs> You're already playing fast and loose with what a spider is. <laughs> <laughs> Let him take over a bar and dance in a little line. Yes.
0: (laughs) Smoking cigars. Yeah, yeah. Have a
1: a lady spider. (laughs) (laughs) A lady spider with big lipstick. and Yeah, and big spider
0: tits. (laughs) And and then have them all watching, like, I don't know, Beauty and the Beast.
1: (laughs) And have it take place on Christmas.
0: Yep. Um, mean, so meanwhile, Atherton does get at, like you said, he, he he's arrives at the barn, he's checking it out and he is slasher style killed by yeah. the general, um, Ross and Collins try to get his family out of the house while John Goodman heads to the barn to start poisoning the nest, um, using like the big guns essentially, like yeah. he brings out super industrial strength poison. <laughs> it's like a super soaker <laughs> filled with oil. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but the spiders make their move on the house. <laughs> they advance and they are bearing a grudge. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are. Because they stalk the family. They stalk the family. They infiltrate and infest this house in every sense of the word. Oh they go God. from being like completely innocuous and overlooked by literally everybody to now being the only thing you can see. Yeah. Um, the family is forced to retreat upstairs where they escape out the bathroom window, um, but Ross gets trapped inside by spiders and ends up falling into the basement um, where he discovers the nest. And then he does battle with the queen using a shovel.
1: <laughs> it's literally like, you know, the final Jason fight. Uh-huh. <laughs> like it is... Yeah, he literally,
0: <laughs> there's the best way to describe it. He does battle with her using a shovel. <laughs> Um, he ends up throwing her into the fuse box with a scream similar to one that I'd <laughs> likely make in his position. And i put that in here because it's pretty good. uh uh-huh. ah! um, But then he, uh, and it, it electrifies her. Um, and then he finds the egg sac and he starts to splash it in wine to get ready to burn it. But the general attacks, knocking a wine rack onto Ross and trapping him. Oh, geez. <laughs> yep. Um. Evidently, uh, these last scenes were the last ones filmed in the movie, and I can, yeah, they sent the rest of the crew home, and uh, apparently, it took two weeks of thirteen-hour shoots oh, to my do, God. and two days. Uh, Jeff Daniels spent trapped, like underneath this wine rack, which actually weighed like two hundred and fifty pounds. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> and he, in, in, the entire time, he's like. Like on set, grabbing wine bottles and throwing them at the spider, intentionally missing so not as to not hurt the spider. Right. So he's like throwing at it and missing like three feet, right? <laughs> like, like three feet and stuff. But um, um, also uh, in a lot of the scenes in this final um, a lot of the uh, the shots in this final scene used uh, a an animatronic yeah. that was built um. And is actually one of the earliest works by Jamie, Jamie Heineman From Mythbusters. From Mythbusters. he would get much better later. <laughs> he would. Um, and uh, the animatronic was 15 inches wide. That's like, a it's,
1: big he, fake spider. It, it is. <laughs> um, I think my favorite of his is that uh, Mountain Dew commercial where the mountain Dew's on like tank treads and it's sh- or the like the machine is on tank treads and it shoots cans out of the receptor like <laughs> I, once i, I, I found out he made that i was like yay that's really cool i'm not
0: i'm not sure if i mean it's very funny
1: <laughs> it's a, like the uh mountain dew machine goes on a rampage and starts shooting oh, cans
0: oh never mind yeah. no i do know that yeah, yeah. i
1: do remember that and that's jamie heineman <laughs> He's very he's still very proud of that work. Because he actually made it shoot cans out fast enough that it would injure people. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> and he that's, had to dial it down a little. That's bit. not necessary. <laughs> it never is with Jamie, but
0: still. Um But anyway, um Ross does finally make it out from under the book or I don't even maybe he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. Uh He uh, he's throwing these wine bottles, and and the general is advancing on him. And he does finally hit the general with a wine bottle, and it makes a very good thunk sound. <laughs> um, and then he, uh, then he's that's when he starts throwing the wine bottles, um, until he can crawl out from under the shelving, uh, and he makes a redneck flamethrower and does battle with the general. Um, eventually, after he is losing the battle with the general. <laughs> And after setting most of his house on fire, um, he gets knocked, like, down and uh, has, like, a piece of, like, wood laying over him. And General begins to crawl at him, um, all but doing the uh, the villainous monologue at him. Yeah. <laughs> As he slowly crawls up, and then, uh... We're not so different, you and I, <laughs> Dr. Ross. Yes, I have what <laughs> what's what's the uh what's the uh phobia of doctors called <laughs>
1: um i can't
0: remember but you know, maybe maybe the general has that yeah maybe <laughs> like I, you have over, you are overcoming your arachnophobia and i am overcoming my fear of you <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> wait that doesn't make any sense no it doesn't <laughs> <laughs> but, but now the... i do want to see the this... General Spider team up with the Insidious Dr. (laughs) Iguana. Yes,
0: absolutely. (laughs) I I usually only work with dinosaurs, but in this case, I'll make an exception. (laughs) Um, But he does catapult the General into a fire just as the egg (laughs) sack begins to hatch. And then the General, which is now a flaming spider crawls out and attacks him again well i guess i know what's going on for the, for the kibbles <laughs> you know what's happening for the kibbles baby uh, but ross shoots it out of the air with a nail gun and into the egg sack in a very action movie scene it's great uh it's it's very very good um and i couldn't help but wonder if me if his uh insurance company would cover spider-related fire damage and my, my bet is probably not. Probably not, <laughs> They're no. probably going to be like, oh yeah, fire damage will cover it. You had spiders too. Oh, I'm sorry. That's against our policy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, We'll cover spider damage or fire damage, but you put them together. No, no, nope, no. Can't do it. And Ross and his family move back to San Francisco only to be menaced by an earthquake. It's really weird, especially considering we don't see the kid. Uh-huh. I assume they left the kid to the spiders. Well, that's what, like, they don't because they, uh, like, that was their concern in the movie. It, like, in the end, of the, there's an earthquake. He's like, we gotta go check on the kids, oh, yeah. and they run. And it's a very bizarre way to end the movie Um, until I read a little bit. I mean, it's still a weird way to end right. this movie. Uh, but I guess the whole point of this is throughout the entire movie, and, and I, maybe this passed under me because I'm not a connoisseur of wine or right. alcoholic drinks at all. But the whole point was that he's got this old chateau yeah. that he's very, very protective of. He's He apparently really likes his wine collection and he's got this really vintage wine that he yeah. he's like, no, I'm not going to open it except for like an incredibly special occasion. And they're like in the scene where he's throwing b- wine bottles at the spider. He grabs that one. And he's just like, you no, know, I'm not even going to... Not even to try to save my life. Right. But in this scene, when the earthquake happens, that's what they're drinking. Okay. They're like, hey, we finally made it back. This is the special occasion. That
1: went right and over And as my
0: they head. ran away, the, the aftershock of the earthquake knocked over the bottle. And oh! It, yeah, that was the whole... Okay. That was the punchline. <laughs> sure. <laughs> that yep. went right over my head. <laughs> right. Now, um, I'd prefer the alternative um, setup to the sequel... Where the spiders are causing the earthquake?
1: Guess what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The spider, giant spider underground. Yep, <laughs> just shaking, shaking the the pillars of the earth. Yep.
0: Um, but apparently, uh, I mean that that was it for this movie. Yep. Um, although a remake was announced last year, um, and does have some of the original like directing and writing talent behind it. Okay, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, but uh, but that was it. That because was it arachnophobia comes out <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but yeah, arachnophobia. Uh, like I said, I enjoy this movie. I think it's fun. I was harder on it, but
1: I may have just not been in the mood for this type of movie. <laughs> right.
0: I've been
1: there. Although like hearing that they were nice to the spiders does go a long way for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I
0: figured that would. But um cool. Um so let's head on over to a crunch. What do you say? Sure, why not? Cool. I can't stand the welcome back um i've got a i've got a spider egg crunched up that's good and not in the the spider killing way but in a way that your players will probably kill the spider or the spider will kill them okay man um so i i took a different approach to this one because i wasn't sure what i was going to do again spiders are already a thing um but i i decided to try something a bit different with this i don't know if it'll actually work or not um, but the concept is pretty simple. Um, I have created the Spider Commander. He's a tiny monstrosity who's lawful evil. He seems to be... Like, they seem to be pretty malicious in the movie. Yeah. Um, but they do follow their own set of rules. So that's where I came up with that alignment from. Sure. But uh, now, I'm going to skip ahead. His challenge rating is four. Okay. Which isn't huge. It's, no. It's interestingly bigger than, like, the giant spider. Yeah, and many other spiders in the in core D anD D, but um, and, and as far as like, like in the grand scheme of things, not super dangerous, especially to like a mid mid level mm-hmm. party. Um, his AC, however, is twenty four. Jesus, because he has a trait that gives him um, a bonus to that, but he's only got eight hit points. Right. So my my idea here is I wanted to create a something of an assassin like creature. <laughs> Like this, this spider, like you will find out, does a lot of damage, uh-huh. e- like equal to his challenge rating. One hit will kill it, but a party of like level four to five characters are going to struggle to hit an AC of twenty four. Right. So this the fight will either be over instantly, or it'll drag and be the worst experience for your players. Yeah. Um. He's got a speed of twenty feet because I mean they're they're quick, but they're not. I I would wager a, a bet that I could outrun a spider, <laughs> even the general here. Probably. Um, and he's got a climb speed of 20 feet because, you know, he spider. don't care about surfaces. Yeah. He's got really low strength, constitution, and charisma. Uh, strength and constitution because, you know, it's a spider. Yeah. Charisma because, I'm sorry, Chris, it's a spider. <laughs> yeah. Whatever, man. Um, but he has ridiculously high dexterity at 25. Jesus. Um, He's got pretty decent intelligence because this spider freaking plots... And he's got really good wisdom because, I mean, all them eyes make him really good to, to perceive, and obviously he plots. Uh-huh. So, um, he's got a damage vulnerability to fire, um, but condition immunities to being charmed and frightened. Okay. You can't train a spider and... and uh, You can't scare a spider. You can't scare... No, famously cannot scare a spider. They are fearless. They are uh, they are I mean, um, the most fearless of all of God's I don't, creatures.
1: I don't think that's true, but whatever,
0: man. <laughs> uh, the general definitely is pretty fearless. <laughs> so, okay, um, he's a uh, passive perception of fourteen. Doesn't speak any languages, and now his traits. Um, I gave him a trait I called small and agile, which gives him a plus seven to his AC, which is already calculated in, right. and additionally he can occupy another creature's space and vice versa. Okay, uh, he's got spider climb, just like. The indie Spiders have, um, where you can climb to difficult surfaces, including upside down and on ceilings, without needing to make an ability check. He's got Web Sense, which, while in contact with a web, he knows the exact location of any other creature in contact with the same web. And he's got Web Walker, where he ignores movement restrictions caused by webbing. Um, now, for his actions, uh, I made an interesting choice, and I didn't give him a standard web attack like the spiders in the Indy have. Right. Because one we don't actually see him using any web I mean it, it's implied obviously because there's a lot of spider webs in the movie mm-hmm. and that's how Atherton like gets a, its attention at the end is by you know plucking on one of the webs one of the the strings of the web but also I couldn't really envision an, an actual tiny little spider shooting a web big enough to restrain a full-grown adult yeah probably not so instead I gave him innate spellcasting. oh sure okay <laughs> <laughs> Um, he's got multi attack where he can make a bite attack and then he can use his innate spell casting. Okay. Now the bite attack is a plus nine to hit because I based it off of his his uh, dexterity. dexterity. Yeah. And it deals one d six piercing damage, um, which is pretty significant for a spider. But uh, in the movie, <laughs> Metcalf says that it felt like being bit like a, by a cougar.
1: Yeah. So
0: it's like okay, they they hurt. It's not gonna not gonna kill you, but it'll hurt. But the target has to make a DC 14 constitution saving throw or take six D twelve poison damage on a fail. That's so fucking much, or man. Half as much on a success. Those are the big dice. Those are the big dice. Um a challenge rating for a creature has a, a deals an average of 30 damage around. Uh huh. I figured that since this is two chances to fail, both I mean the spider might miss right. its attack roll. And also you could succeed on the Constitution Saving Throw and only take half of the damage. So I, I pushed it a little okay. higher. So that was the point of that. But but yeah, no, this is a deadly spider. Yeah. This is a very deadly spider. I mean, a poison that can kill an, an adult man mm-hmm. in seconds. I feel I think this no, is No, no,
1: that sounds right, but that's still so <laughs> much
0: damage. And that an eight spell casting. Um, his innate spellcasting ability uh, is wisdom, so he's got a save DC of twelve and a plus four to hit, uh-huh. um, and he can cast uh, the following spells requiring no material components at will: infestation, conjured as a cloud of spiders, <laughs> and web. Yeah. Okay. Just um, a cloud of spiders just drifting along. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's the
0: itchiest cloud. So the interesting thing about this is that um, because he didn't doesn't have like a normal web attack. Uh huh. Um, The spell web Uh is concentration. Oh. So that does limit our guy here a little bit. Because his second, or his his, uh, other spell that he has access to, which is once a day, Uh is also concentration. Ah. Conjure animals. (laughs) But only giant spiders, giant wolf spiders, spiders, or swarm of insects, spiders. (laughs) Spiders aren't insects. (laughs) Well, in D&D, that's what they're listed as. It's a swarm of insects, spiders. Okay. No, they are not insects. They are arachnids. But whatever. Um, so yeah, our guy here, he does spider things and he He bites you and kills you.
1: He does whatever, in fact, a spider can.
0: (laughs) Um, so yeah, that was my, uh, commander spider. Yep. Spider commander.
1: I I like that. My favorite thing is that he has vulnerability to fire and only eight hit points.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, an AOE fire spell is how you get rid
1: of this guy. What? The thing you need to do is target it like make him do a saving throw because he's going to
0: suck at it. <laughs> he's not going to be great. I mean cuz yeah even if like if you hit him with a fire spell that he has to make a saving throw and uh like his dexterity is pretty bananas. Uh-huh. But even if he succeeds he's going to take half damage. damage. So as long as yeah. you do four damage to as him long he's As long as it's a,
1: a spell slot one or higher. Yeah. Cuz that almost always does half damage. Exactly. There's a couple that
0: don't. So like it it's a relatively easy thing to get around. You want to get around it though, because if you can't, you're fucked. Right. <laughs> you are absolutely doomed, because you're gonna get murder bitten by a spider.
1: <laughs> Especially at like challenge rating four. Like, uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. That'll one shot a dude.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it'll, it'll kill a lot of a lot of low level party members. Yes. Um, level four character, maybe, maybe. So, like I said, I don't know if it works. It's a simple concept, but.
1: I, I, I dig it. It's, if nothing else, it's funny. <laughs> and that goes a long way. <laughs> right.
0: And that's kind of my philosophy in, in creating stat blocks is they either have to be really cool and like legitimate monsters uh-huh. or hilarious. Uh-huh. If they don't fall in one of those categories, they're useless. But um, so that was it. Uh, so, Chris. Uh, oh, yeah. It's what me in it. It is. Do you know what we're watching? Yeah, this? I do, actually. Okay, cool.
1: Uh, it's time for us to watch a bunch of, uh, cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers, otherwise known as Chuds.
0: Okay. We're watching Chud. Okay. So, that'll be in a couple weeks. Yep. Um, so thank you so much for listening. Uh, sorry about the weird- Everything. Yeah, the delays. This should
1: come out on schedule.
0: This one should come out on schedule. Um.
1: And and the previous one should have too. Unless something happens. (laughs) Yeah.
0: But like- Good God, what is going on upstairs? Children. Okay. Um, but we, we yeah. We need more curtains to put on the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I have the new setup here to help block out sound. I don't think it's going to do that much.
1: But... <laughs> the sound started coming from above. <laughs> we we're like, okay, this will block the sound from the stairs and from out there. And then, nope, it's coming from above Yeah, now.
0: I mean, we are directly below Sonya's room. But then again, I don't think they're in Sonia's I, room. I think they're in the front room. Yeah. It it happens anyway. It's it's a two year old or a four, it's a four year old watching kid day. So yeah, um, watching a four year old day. You know what I mean. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. We do really appreciate it. Um, if you want the stat blocks, uh, or to reach us on socials, uh, you can do so down below, uh, in the description. Okay. I was like, down below what? (laughs) Down, down, down in hell. You can reach us in hell. We're under your feet.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Much as we are under the child. Yeah. We are also
0: under your feet. (laughs) Um, but, uh, but yeah, we've got the, uh, links in the description. Um, yeah. And I guess one thing, like, if you like this show i'm please tell a friend yeah i mean i, I don't t- tell somebody on no, twitter not friend <laughs> yeah if you if you like the show tell a friend if you hate the show tell an enemy
1: um give us a rating on stuff that you rate stuff on as long as it is a high rating <laughs> don't give us a low rating because then we'll just disappear into the abyss forever
0: yeah, yeah low rating will do nothing at all <laughs> it'll 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 make us feel bad and that's about it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so if you want to hurt our feelings, I guess you could do that, but... I don't know why you'd want to. Don't hurt our feelings, I'm a delicate flower.
0: <laughs> but, um, yep. Uh, thank you so much for listening again, and we will uh, talk to you next time.
1: What do you do?